Hello everyone and welcome back to the 343 Football Podcast. It's your host Jaffa and once again I'm joined by Ali, Sup, Daud, Hello and Qudama. Hello. It's been quite some time lads. Uh, we've had one of our clubs winning a trophy. Ali, how do you feel? Just another day in the office mate. Another day in the office for Liverpool. That's it, yeah. You know, won it, it's got on in the next one. Not really, you know, because uh, uh, Klopp, one of the things he hasn't done was win a Wembley final, right? A domestic final. Yeah, that he's was his cursed. First one. Uh, yeah, yeah, SOB was that's, cursed, that's the first time he's won a Wembley final. Yeah, yeah. He's got over the last one, finally. last one against Man City then the final with Dortmund and Munich. Yeah, so it's not another day at the office. It's a new day for Klopp. Uh, in, in the League Cup, uh, yeah, maybe in Wembley, yeah, but you know. And I think that now takes you guys as the English club with the most trophies, right? You've overtaken Man United. No, thought, we're equal Man United. I thought they tied it. Yeah, oh, equal sixty-six. But it isn't part of their tally that they've got more charity shields? So I feel like yours is more impressive already. Yeah, agree. yeah, Community we could see that, but yeah, you know, charity shield is uh, it's not you know, uh, it's just you know one one league title away uh, from Manchester United, and the other one is obviously we got the double amount of Champions Leagues in them, which is the sweet part of it. There you go. Well, uh, that sort of brings us to our trivia section for this one, which is oh, tied shit. to achievements. Oh shit! So it's basically one point per. I've got five, and the. The theme is name the manager. So I'm going to tell you what club achieved something and what year they achieved oh, it God. in. Mm. And you're going to tell me which manager they achieved it under. So the first one, I, I think these are pretty easy to be honest. The first one is who led Swansea City to the League Cup in Lord 2013? Rupp. I didn't even finish the question. Damn. Who won the 1979, no, sorry. Yeah, 1979-1980 European Cup with Nottingham Forest. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, but Brian Clough. Yeah, oh, but not on Forest. Yeah, what did you say? Brian oh, Clough. You said Liverpool. Then. I said Forest. I said Liverpool. All oh, right. Because no. I was thinking the seventies yeah. and eighties. I thought he was going to say seventies. I didn't really know when Chankley was. Doing. Won the nineteen ninety-five Premier League title with Blackburn. Uh, Dagish. That's oh, on a roll, Ali. Three, just yes. like his the Liverpool winning stuff. All right. Uh, won the two thousand and six World Cup for Italy. Oh, oh man. Shit. No, why would we do Matteo, man? What? what the heck? <laughs> Matteo was still playing it. 2006 though. World Cup. Sure, why can't I remember who was two? Not Mancini. Was it? No, no, it was some old dude, man. I bet, I bet you guys can picture him, but you can't name him. Yeah, I can picture him. All I'm thinking of is Matarati just, you know, getting nutted. That's all I can think of right now. It's like a, my head, like a slightly nicer version of Infantino. I'm pretty sure he might have coached, coached Lazio at one point. The clue is that he's got grey hair. Yeah, or, or had grey hair at the time. I don't know if it's still got grey hair. <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't know. That one is a. Have to give a uh, yeah, miss. Okay, pass one. There was the last one. To be honest, easy. Who won the two thousand and eight FA Cup with Portsmouth? Come on, I come on. Up. That's it. Damn, Kudema for once not getting a single answer right. Oh, yeah. shall, shall I bail you guys out on the Italy manager? I was thinking. Just was give a little it. bit. Give a little bit into it. What's his first name? Marcelo Bielsa. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, Lippi. Oh, uh, yes. yeah. did, did he coach Lazio? I think he coached Lazio. That's what, that's yeah. what, I don't know. I thought Lazio straight away. Damn. I don't know why, but you know. For once, I think this might be the first one in ages that Kodama doesn't get a single point in. Sorry, bro. I don't think he even had any suggestions whatsoever. Yeah, he was just. All right, lads. He's, he's tired, man. He's I tired from he, going to the gym, getting I think two he's finished. He's finished. Who said that? He's past his peak. He's like Messi in, in Liga. He's finished. <clears throat> he's getting assists. Yeah. All right. Well, that leads us on to today's topic of conversation, which is going to be talking about the regions in England where the best footballers come from. So, obviously, we're not going to cover every single city in England or every single region, but just sort of prime examples where you've had like a, a large concentration of talent that have made up, you know, some of the superstars of the game in the last century or so. Because I've got some quite old examples in mind, to be honest. 
Uh, no, so I'm bad. not going too far, but uh, yeah. So uh, to kick things off, we've got Qadama and uh, which region are you covering? The, uh, you know, the one we hail from. The uh, good old northeast. Newcastle and it's... The real north. The real north, are you, exactly. Uh, just before you start, are you including Sunderland or yeah, like the, the wider... Yeah. No, 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 I'm not including yeah. Sunderland. I'm including I think some, Gator, I think Gator I'm including some catchment yeah. areas like uh, yeah. Ashington and uh, Gateshead. But uh, that's it. No, Blythe. no Washington. Like Danburn. Well, there's... Well, Dan Burns from Ashington. So. Is he from Ashington? Yeah, I think, so. I think he played sure. for Blythe. Yeah, yeah, I think he came nah, through Blythe yeah. Academy, maybe. Right, right. Something yeah, like that. Well, I mean, are we claiming academies? Kind of. I mean, well, no, it's, it's more about because, like, for example, a player who was born in a certain city, maybe like grew up there until he was eleven or twelve or something, and moved along to another academy. Like, yeah. for example, I haven't got him in mind, but Michael Owen was born in uh, Chester. And uh, went to Liverpool aged 11. But I don't consider him from the Liverpool area in terms of... Uh, yeah, I don't think Liverpool fans do either. Yeah, so for no. me, it's it's more about birthplace and sort of like where you grew up rather than your academy training. Yeah. No? Uh, yeah, so where we hail from, the, the good old northeast. Uh I honestly think I was quite surprised researching the names. Like, obviously, there's some obvious ones like Shearer and, you know, Beardsley and Gascoigne. But, I'd, I'd, okay, this might sound really bad for me as a football fan but i i genuinely forgot i think i knew at some point but i forgot that the charlton brothers yep. were from ashington and i was actually surprised how many come from ashington so you got him and then you've got uh sir bobby charlton but you also got jackie milburn who's from yep. ashington they're wow. part of the same family so, are they yep oh, i didn't even know that didn't, that didn't come Ali's done uh, research on top of Kodama's research <laughs> and I, I, I already knew that so they actually come from the same football family what's so their milburn relation and charlton? um it's got to do with bobby charlton's sister being related to Jackie Melbourne somehow. Oh, I right. can't remember how, but I'm well, sure. Well, if that. his sister is related, wouldn't he be related? <laughs> that's, that's, a, no, that's what I'm saying. That's, oh. that's where it's true. Damn. No, that's a good like, point. Yeah. No, no. It's like, <laughs> like his sister's married to someone through Jackie Melbourne's oh, like okay. through marriage. Yeah, I oh, think okay. it might be something like that, but I'm certain that they're related. Oh, fair enough. But yeah, let's. I'm going to kick it off with probably, arguably, the greatest English footballer of all time in terms of uh, accolades personal accolades you've got Bobby Charlton who obviously won a World Cup you know got knighted for it the only time England ever did win a World Cup he's also got the most uh, Ballon d'Or podiums for an English player Wow! so he won it in 66 when they won the World Cup and then he came second again in 67 and 68 is that when they won a European Cup uh, but you um, did England ever win the Euros no no I'm talking about no. the European Cup like the Champions League oh right uh, yeah I think so but um, Kevin Keegan's won the most I don't know if you guys knew that when he was at Ballon d'Or yeah, he's, yeah. He, he's won twice. And then you've got, speaking like while we're on the topic of Ballon d'Or's, Alan Shearer came third as well. So I feel like the Northeast has actually represented England in most yeah, uh, there's Ballon d'Or's. A, there's a great picture of Alan Shearer, uh, Ronaldo R9, and yeah. uh, George Weah wearing the most like comically large suits except yeah. in the uh, Classic Ballon d'Or. Yeah. 96. <laughs> yeah, so I think based on my research, I didn't fact check this 100%, but the most, or like the least half of all Ballon d'Or appearances on the top like podium came from the northeast so i feel like that's you know that's uh, that's an underrated bit of trivia because when people think about the ballon d'or no one would ever think about this this region of the world really yeah exactly and like i think stanley matthews has one so i don't want to say all like the majority but i think at least half half do some uh, bobby moore has one as well i think but But is is bobby charlton really the considered like the consensus uh greatest english football of all time i think uh, didn't he score the most goals before rooney yeah he was the top scorer i think but is it is it by honors is he the most decorated english player no no, but i said personal accolades i think oh yes but then again you've got kevin keegan who's won it twice compared Mm. to his but like my point is though being that world cup winning uh you know star 
it's considering England have not won a World Cup since and they've never won Euros, uh, you know, that probably puts him in terms of legacy is up there. I mean, Man United still like roll him out every uh, week just to show the fans what success used to look like. Albeit it's getting on now. <laughs> Although it does hurt a bit that uh, a Man United legend, probably their biggest legend, is from, from the northeast. I know, man. And the, the, Should have ended up at the tune. I don't know what happened in the 50s, but... There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of misses for Newcastle to be honest when it comes to northeast talent because even Shearer had to actually like uh, well he was at World's End Boys Club wasn't he yeah but I don't know how they couldn't work him into the academy in the first team just with a natural progression he had to go all the way down to Southampton to kickstart his football career Michael Carrick's another one we missed out on as well yeah Michael Carrick's is one I was gonna uh, come on to as well probably in the modern era the most I, I don't know if yeah, probably the most successful northeast player in the modern era you would say yeah well, I mean wouldn't really yeah. I mean, there hasn't been anyone really of. Which other English players won the Ballon d'Or? Uh, I don't know. Michael Owen. Michael, Michael Owen. Owen. Keegan. No, Keegan. I'm literally saying Michael Owen. Oh, sorry. Oh, Keegan has. Keegan, oh, yeah. Keegan, Keegan's won it twice. Hamburg, he's got the most wins as an English player. Um, but I uh, lost my train of thought. Well, I wasn't about Carrick. Yeah, in the modern era, there's not really been a. I mean, Andy Carroll, you could argue, is probably the most notorious since then. But mm. I don't know. I mean, him and Michael Carrick kind of overlapped anyway. But. Like besides like big names though, you've got like really talented players like um, you know Beardsley, Tricky Wingsters and stuff like flair players and Gascoigne. You know, you know his stories, notorious. So I feel like in terms of building the best eleven, you could probably f- fill your outfield team with a lot of players from the northeast. The only thing lacking really is uh, keepers. Well, you got, got Fraser like, Foster there. You know, Foster, you, you, you can Harper do a job. As well, Harper, uh, not the greatest. Uh, Harper was from CM, I think. Uh, which is, is isn't that more of a Sunderland region? Seam, did he say? Yeah. Yes, I, I don't know. Dow does seem ha- have a Sunderland postcode to it, a S postcode. You no, should it know more. Ca- it's County Durham. Postcode. But it's pretty much is Sunderland. Yeah, but he's northeast Harper. Yeah. 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 I mean, I just stick him in there. Why not? It's all, it's all northeast. I think Durham's northeast as well. Yeah. I mean, the Newcastle talent that's come from this region, it's kind of dried well, up. They haven't even. Years, but. Yeah. I mean, well, you would hope with the investment into the academy that the Saudis are saying that they're going to do. You'd get, um, you know, some real gems coming through soon. Definitely. But I mean, you know, you've got the Amiobis as well in recent times. You know, Malcolm Slayer. I didn't expect the Amiobis <laughs> to get a shout out. <laughs> no, nah, you have to shout out the Amiobis and talk about Newcastle. But you know, there's some, uh, like, uh, like again, in my research, recent, I learned that Brian Robson was from the Northeast. Uh, Chris Waddle is a famous one, knew that one. But um, Steve Bruce as well, obviously. Yeah. The Geordie coming home to, you know, look, look, for, forget his managerial career right now, but like as a player, he did well at Norwich was, and then moved to was. Manchester United. You just got yeah, was a, wasn't he never capped for England, though? Yeah, it was quite weird. Yeah, it was, it was a, a weird one, but yeah, I mean, like I said, Dan Byrne as well in recent times is probably one of the better players from the northeast. You could uh, field a really solid 11 with like outfield players from, from the northeast. I mean, Shearer, all time goal, you know, all time Premier League top scorer. I feel like if we have to vote based on the best of the best, like if you had to pick which region has the best top three or five, I think the Northeast, you know, takes a clean sweep. I think what the Northeast sort of has about it is that it's had players who went on to achieve so much in the game, but it's the the, the volume and frequency of players that they're rolling out, like yeah, by yeah, isn't that high? Like, yeah. unfortunately, Did- but... Mm-hmm. When you talk about leaving legacies behind in football, there's loads of players from the northeast of amazing things. I know this sounds a bit weird, but do you think obviously the lack of competition from the northeast at the top is kind of affected that with Middlesbrough and Sunderland obviously being in the Championship and League One? Well, because you know at one point all three of them were in the Premier League, and you know 
they're all doing all right. To be fair, though, I think that Middlesbrough and Sunderland probably have had better academy success than Newcastle in recent years. Their, their academy products, like Jordan Henderson, for example, and yeah. uh, Pickford, yeah, and uh, Middlesbrough, I could be wrong, and maybe we shouldn't use him as a shining example of anything. But didn't Adam Adam Johnson come through the ranks at Middlesbrough? I think he came through Sunderland, maybe, and played for Middlesbrough. Now, I was one or the other. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah, but... Well, obviously, he was a good player. Less, th- less said about him, the better, in terms of what he went on to do, but... He was a decent footballer. But anyways, to, to like sort of go back to your point, obviously I think the Northeast there's a reason would thrive more if all three were in the league. Yeah. But obviously no, there's... Another guy who used to play similar to um, Adam Johnson was, uh, what's his name? Downing. Downing. Stuart Downing. He Downing was, was from Middlesbrough, I believe. Was he from Middlesbrough? Just played I, no, I think, I think he, he played from... for, with them for ages. And no, I don't I've got to be careful about mentioning players who were at the club rather than... Were yeah, I don't think Downing was from No, no, let me... I've... Let me just double check yeah. out. But you know, like, it's an interesting point you've made about legacies within the game. I think the interesting thing, you know, you can extract from that as well is that not many of them in that list actually did it with Newcastle. Confirmation, Stu Down was born in Middlesbrough. Oh, fair yeah, enough. Okay. Yeah. Like, Shearer. Yeah, but they don't Milburn. have to do it with the team from the region. They no, just I have know, to do it. I know, but I think what I'm trying to say is, like, you look at other big clubs who have produced, like, talent from their academy. They stayed within the club. Hmm. Like, you know, you've got your famous La Masia Academy. And uh, you know, like the French ones, they they tend to move as well. Actually, yeah, to be but, fair. but like the ones at New- from Newcastle didn't really like Shearer. And like I said, he had to leave. Uh, Beardsley maybe is the only one that really built his name at Newcastle. Yeah, but the way I'm thinking about things at the moment, I'm cognizant of the fact that we're not actually talking about the most successful academies. Or no, no, I'm just lamenting that has, fact. Yeah, oh, I'm like why couldn't they lamenting. build like the legacies that you said that they left in the game? Like it's a shame that they didn't do it. Like, not all of them did it I in Newcastle. I guess the one upside of Shearer leaving was that one lad from Gosforth, a sheet metal worker's son, ended up being a world record transfer. Like, that's yeah. a pretty cool fact. Like, somebody from Gosforth held the world record fee for a transfer at one point yeah. in time. That's Isn't it, rude, like, yeah. still the highest fee based on inflation? No, oh, that, is it? I don't think I thought Zidane's was. Is it Zidane? I'm pretty sure. Like, Isn't it Ferdinand's? I think it was Zidane. Obviously, Zidane's was before Ferdinand's. I have it, I'm not like an inflation yeah, uh, mastermind, but I feel like if you bought somebody for 15 million in 1990. Six, Six, is it? Yeah. It's not going to be the same as 222 million that Neymar was. But doesn't Neymar's technically... No, I mean, like... Yeah. I swear there's I think like there a... Is a good, there is a point that Kadama's making. No, no, mm. I know, I know. Maybe I'm wrong about that one. But I swear Neymar's is technically like he paid his own release clause, so it wasn't the club that paid it or something. It's still his value as a footballer, though. Well. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, yeah. It's not a proper fee, is it? And then, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, have you got anything else in there about the... Uh, there was uh, a player that I never knew before that I found when uh, researching it called uh, Dennis Stewart. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. No. Den- Dennis who? Stewart. Dennis Stewart. He was. Uh, I'm guessing from, he's an all-time footballer. Yeah, he was a Man City legend in the 70s. Won an FA Cup with him. Where he scored a bicycle kick in the final. Damn. And he was a centre back as well. So he's quite uh, like one of the original legends for Man City. Um, and I was like looking him up and like seeing the interviews that they brought him. Like Wait, which final was it that he scored the bicycle? FA game? Cup final. FA Cup um, in the seventies. I think it was a. It was it against? I can't remember. I think the bicycle kick was actually against Newcastle. That's what I was about to say. Because if it's against Newcastle, that would have been League Cup. Because we lost in nineteen seventy six the League Cup against. It them. might have been the League Cup final. Damn! So Jordy's doing that to us, man. Yeah, there you go. Damn! So we're on a bicycle kick, no less, like an overhead kick. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, beyond that though, I just feel like like to end like before I move it on. Like you've got Alan Shearer, top Premier League goal scorer. You've got Sir Bobby Charlton and Jack Charlton as well, who we didn't even mention. Like both brothers, uh, you know, one with three Ballon d'Or podiums, one Ballon d'Or win. You know, I feel like the Northeast could probably stake a claim to having the best 
Well, top. well, they could have possibly the best attack even if you add Gascoin in that. Yeah, exactly. Gascoin and Shearer. Gascoin was so rated. People were saying he's probably England's best talented player. You got ever. Chris Waddle as well, who mm. was an insane talent, right? Like, yeah. He went on to Marseille as well. Like, so you have these players that you know, you could probably build. Like I said, like a unbelievable team. Yeah. Let's just do a, a quick shout out to Ellie Anderson, who's a current like sort of Newcastle youngster. He might not amount to anything, but if oh he my. does. We'll have to mention him now, just in case. So we can go back to the park and say, <laughs> Elliot Anderson. Currently on loan at Bristol Rovers, doing bits there. So you never know. Highly rated talent. Longstaff Brothers going to make a... I did consider putting in Longstaff as a joke, but I felt like the Amiobi brothers take that. <laughs> yeah, nah. Take that moniker. I, I think Sean Longstaff is like a solid mid-table depth player, which isn't saying that's an amazing thing. But he's not that bad. No, but he, like right now, see Newcastle aren't producing as many academy players as they used to. So even saying that is a bit of an achievement for yeah. Newcastle right yeah. now. But in the future, obviously that can change. Yeah, I want you know what I want like the, the type of impact that award Prowse has, like uh, in terms of like coming in from the academy and yeah. like, being a mainstay in the team for ages and like being. Nah, I want a Messi. Someone, a Messi. Yeah. I'd, <laughs> I'd, so once in a generation, once in a lifetime player. Sure, you don't want Lord Bettner coming in. Nah. Whoa. <laughs> but I will say. <laughs> That with the takeover now and the promises of, you know, academy investment, we're probably at the right age where our kids, you know, should we have them, will probably reap the fruits of that. You know, ah, I'm sticking yeah. my kids straight into the Newcastle academy. If I could bestow that knowledge that I've got now on that one one training from, <laughs> from three years old. No, you just drop him off. That and, ball and control. Let the do it. Oh, my days, man. By nine, nine years old, man. Just doing like messy never know. Joe Linton might be a coach at the academy by then. Yeah, if I have my kid getting taught by Joe Linton, do you remember the Japanese Messi? Um, Kubo, Kubo, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you oh. even remember him? He's still doing bits in the league, man. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but like, how did we go on to that? I was just this starting your kid from early age, isn't it? <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, so, um, we'll go into the next region, and uh, that'll be mine. I'm covering Liverpool, Merseyside. Uh, I've got there was too many names to be honest, so I had to sort of trim it down, but I managed to sort of uh, get some players that were both legends uh, from sort of like an Everton background and the Liverpool background, even though it's all the same city. Jamie Carragher. Uh, yeah, he, well, he covers both, <laughs> I suppose. There's a lot which cover both Everton and Liverpool, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, the, the first guy I'm going to start with... Probably Isn't Everton as a club, sorry, cover that? Because they started off as a breakaway from Newcastle, uh, uh, Liverpool anyway, right? No, no. Um, Everton, like Everton was the first club in Liverpool. Oh, and right, what happened right. was... So it was that way. Yeah. They couldn't pay the rent for Anfield. They didn't yeah. want to. Should have paid the rent. To. Yeah. The Got evicted. You know, the, the owner of the Anfield Stadium made his own club and took over. Yeah. So uh, the the first player I'm going to cover, he's probably not the best player from the region, obviously, but uh, high profile, which is Robbie Fowler, born in Toxteth, Liverpool. Now Tox he's... Teeth. <laughs> is, is that how you say it? Yeah. Damn, I it's a, one of those words I've always ever only read, never heard I've it never said. I've, heard I've, I've, I've just heard it in the Scouse accent. Are you sure it's tox, <laughs> tox teeth? Tox How do you spell it? Yeah, man, it's, <laughs> it's horrible. All right, we'll, we'll go with doubt. Class accent doubt. Uh, yeah. I, I might have to. How do you spell it? Uh, T-O-X-T-E-T-H. T-E-T-H. Ask, ask Google. Yeah. Ask Alexa. Nah, we'll do it later. Oh, the light's gone. But, no, I'm yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> obviously he's left the legacy behind. He's the eighth top Premier League goal scorer with 163 goals. Probably soon to be caught by Harry Kane, to be honest. I think Harry Kane, I wrote down... Did I write down? Damn, I forgot. Okay, I forgot to write I mean, down. You probably will. Harry Kane will probably break his record, man. <laughs> if Harry Kane only ends up being the eighth Premier League... Oh, sorry. Goals, okay, I, I remember why I didn't write it down. Because Harry Kane did overtake him. So he used there to be seventh, go. but recently oh, Harry Kane right, overtook right. him. Yeah, 26 England caps, seven goals for England there. Uh, but Really? Like, those... Yeah, it's actually like... The, I was surprised by how little impact he had for England. Oh, of those seven goals, six of them were in a friendly. And the only one that actually mattered was in a qualifier... In 2001 for the World Cup 2002 at St. James's Park. So, 
uh, another northeast connection i'm just shamelessly dropping in <laughs> even though it's got nothing to do with it. it's but all yeah, good uh, obviously uh, a lot he his in terms of his major honors one fa cup two league cups one uefa cup super cup he scored in 2001 uh, super cup as well uh, scored in the uefa cup final against uh, sorry he scored in the UEFA Cup final against Alaves in a 5-4 thriller after extra time. I don't know how, how aware of this game yeah. you are, Ali. Um, I think Thiago's dad was playing in that. Was he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Romario. Was it, was, is that Romario? No, it's not Romario, is it? It's Thiago. Ma- Mar- is it Marzinho's dad? Yeah. Thiago's so. dad. Yeah. Marzinho's dad. But yeah, like that game. Him, yeah. That game had another wow. sort of legacy connection to it where Johan Cruyff's son, Jordi Cruyff, another Newcastle link. Jordi. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was struggling. I was like, wait, yeah. what? He, he's, he scored in that. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Nah, he, he scored in that final as well. But yeah, interestingly enough, though, for all of his goals, uh, he never actually managed to win the golden boot. Like Damn. his highest tally in, in it was in 95, 96, where he scored 28. Shearer with 31 pipped him to the golden boot there. Well, what can he do? You, you know, you had Shearer then. Yeah, but like that's that's one of, I think yeah. like uh, Liverpool have obviously produced loads of good players. I think Robbie Fowler goes a little bit underrated like in terms of the legacy he left behind. Maybe it's for older fans, isn't it? Like kids these days, like his branding hasn't really lasted. Maybe it was the whole controversy with him snorting the line for the celebration. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> you have the FIFA icon card. That's your legacy for kids these days. He probably does, to be honest. Yeah, he probably does. I don't know. I mean, his but nickname, as sacrilegious as it is to say, it was God, right? That's what football yeah. fans refer to him as. So you've got to be a good footballer if your fan base was calling you that. Yeah, bloody hell. My guy's doing well on properties, so, you know. He's he? in, yeah, that's what he does. Fair enough. He yeah. got an email of him going through, what you call it, a uh, property course to do online. I was like, forget that, man. Go waste my time. That's <laughs> a filthy animal. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> next guy we, we can talk about who represents this region really well. And uh, Ali, try keep it in your pants. It's uh, Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, no. From Weston, Merseyside. Thanks. I've never heard Thanks, of these. Jeff, uh, I need get some kitchen towel now. Okay, <laughs> okay come on, though. <laughs> 114 <laughs> England caps, 21 goals. Damn. 118. 114 England caps, 21 goals. Impressive as a centre midfielder. Zero honours. Zero honours? For, for England, England. Uh, yeah. But that goes for everyone. <laughs> well, um, not Bobby Charlton. Yeah, but, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Or Bobby <laughs> Bowler. <laughs> oh, uh, fair 185 total career goals, two FA Cups, three League Cups, so UEFA Cup, obviously a Champions League and a Super Cup. And he was also in the Euro 2012 team of the tournament in terms of like a personal accolade. Really? He won PFA Player of the Year in 2006. He was... In the Premier League team of the year, eight separate times. And obviously, the latest achievement, which is as a manager, was winning the Scottish Premier League title. I mean, Steven Gerrard, like, that kind of an impact. I, I, would you say, Ali, he is the best to ever come out of Liverpool? It's hard to argue against. It, it's hard to argue against, but I'm just I'm just thinking right now, um, is there anyone better? It's it's hard to go against Steven Gerrard. I mean, I don't really I mean, want to say much on it, but you know, look look what he's done for Liverpool. Jay Spearing was amazing, so he he's one. Obviously, yeah. man. <laughs> you know, this might sound like a hot take. Go for it. I want to hear this. Uh, you know, you're Trent Alexander Arnold. That's it. I'm just young. I'm just thinking. You're such a his, baller, man. His legacy. He's already won the Prem. Champions League, League Cup. When it's all said and done, when it's all said and done, maybe. But. I he think, might have I a think, better legacy, yeah. but he won't ever be a better player than Gerrard. Because you know what? You can't drag your team to victory from right back the way you can from midfield. That's what I, I mean. Don't know, man. Ask Barcelona that. Corner take him quickly. Origi! No? We're not going with that? <laughs> nah. No, no, no. Yeah. I was going to say, you can. Like, some right backs... That was the police coming to arrest you for that take. <laughs> Probably were. Let's be honest. <laughs> what about Cafu or Danny Alves? Or a bit of Carlos? You know, yeah, those are all, like, uh, sort of supplementary again, pieces in an amazing, amazing teams, but... 
from right back, you're not going to be that guy. Look, you don't like, get you don't get called Cam- Captain Fantastic for no reason. Like he's yeah. led Liverpool in so many wins. Yeah, but so I still trophies. feel like if this Liverpool team goes on to win more than what they have done already, and I mean they've already won a League Cup this season, you never know. If yeah, look, you can you can make an, like a hypothetical argument, right, about legacies. But then again, I feel like how do we know what we Liverpool will, are going to look like when Klopp leaves? And that'll be the bulk of uh, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Trent Alexander uh, Alexander Arnold's later years, his prime years, might be without Klopp. It depends True. how they manage that. Yeah, I mean, you might play shit. Yeah. Well, well. I, I can't see that at the moment. But yeah, I mean, the next guy, you can't mention Gerard without mentioning Jamie Carragher is the next guy. True. They were currently two piece, two piece uh, in a pod. blessing us all with his uh, Sky Sports punditry. But before that, the guy from Bootle, Merseyside, 38 England caps, 508 Liverpool appearances and managed to actually score three goals. Somewhere. 508? Did you say, did you wow. say yeah. Boot Hall? Bootle. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyways, he got two Super Cups <laughs> where Gerard only got one, and they were obviously at Liverpool together. But apparently Gerard was injured. For yeah, one that was the yeah. 2001 one, I believe. Yeah. Did he not get a medal if he was injured? No, nah, you don't. Yeah. It's, you it's, it's, it's you one game, isn't it? That, you've yeah. got to you've got to play in it. Yeah. So Damn. obviously, pretty much the same honours as Gerard. So I won't re- uh, reel them off, you know. But I don't think Carragher, in terms of his England caps, only 38. Right? You would expect more for someone like him. Yeah. Centre back talent at the time. No, you look at the competition. Saul Campbell, Rio Ferdinand, John Terry. He was never that good. He was never that good. You know, you're not going to get past enough, those three. But he's never that good. Yeah, he wasn't as impactful as Gerard was in his position No, he, uh, for the centre-back role. Yeah, he's like uh, one of those really good players that gels with your really good players. He was just like the but fundamentals never, of defending, wasn't he? That, that's what he was at. But he never really brought that is, extra bit was of it, quality. Did he injure his ACL and then he never came back as... Or was it I've never heard this about... No, I don't, I don't think he had any serious injuries. I've never injuries. heard of that. I, I yeah. think he did. I mean, to play 500 games... I think he played... I mean, he played for a long time, like... I think that might have been 500 Premier League games... No way. Yeah, I think his actual appearances are a lot more than that. That's crazy. I think. I'm not sure. But I mean, the next guy, I don't... like. Let me know if you guys have ever heard of this guy, because I haven't before. Uh, Colin Harvey. No. no, I'm not heard of him. Is that Elliot Harvey's relative? Ha- ha- That's Harvey Elliot, Harvey, so no. Harvey yeah. Elliot. Anyways, he was born in the Liverpool area. <laughs> he was born in the Liverpool area, and he's very much uh, an Everton legend. So this is nothing to do with Liverpool Football Club. Uh, spent 11 years at Everton from 1963 to 76. He won one England Cup. But people, he was a bit like you know how we mentioned Gascoigne was like this. Yeah. Uh, like he wasn't, he wasn't the head case Gascoigne was, but he was sort of a play style. They used to nickname him the White Pele. I feel like that nickname's ahead of his time because th- those are the kind of nicknames that you get these days. Oh, he's he's the uh, Brazilian Messi or no? Like, but uh, I think you know I, I mean? think that started with Eusebio being you know the Black Panther Europe, the mm. European. Pele. No, no, but he's being That's, called yeah. the White Pele. Is is people in Everton? <laughs> I like, don't know why you, know, you mentioned but, the Brazilian Messi by the way. I don't know. Brazil have their own legends. No yeah. one's getting no, called the Brazilian Messi. All right, okay then. The Tibetan nah, Messi. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just say the English Messi, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, uh, impressive, to be honest, an impressive career. Like, he made his debut at the San Siro against Inter Milan as an 18-year-old in a European competition. Damn, that's, that's pretty big debut. for the, the, yeah, that damn. time, yeah. And in terms of like, the legacy he had as a player, it was part of those Everton teams, uh, which won quite a lot of trophies in the 70s. So, uh, he was... Part of the Holy Trinity midfield. So before Xavi, Iniesta and Busquets, there was uh, this guy, uh, Colin Harvey, Howard Kendall and Alan Ball. Surely you guys yep. have heard of Kendall and yep. Alan Ball. Yeah, I've, I've heard, heard of Alan yeah. Ball. So they were a crucial part of Everton winning the, f- the um, English First Division title in 1970. Uh, he also scored a solo goal that sealed the t- that title against West Brom, right? And the, the article that I found about him has YouTube footage of that goal. And it's the shittest video. It's like 18 <laughs> seconds. I feel so sorry for players back in the day. Like imagine now... The old men who are like 
actually getting accustomed to like technology. Imagine a player now who's like, who is he's playing sixes? Like, let me see my goals on YouTube. Goes on, sees the shitest twitch. Yeah. Like, what the hell, man? I could describe this goal way yeah, better than honestly. They see. could probably recreate it in FIFA Ultimate Team yeah. now. You know, have you not seen those videos of those old men, I, like yeah, actually well, thinking? Do you know what? It's an actual live match. They should come. <laughs> honestly, I, I've just thought of an amazing idea. FIFA or any like sort of video development company like should commission old goals. Get the description of the players that scored them and the people at the time, and try and reimagine them in video form. Um, that's such a good YouTube. Because I want to see are this. You, co- are you hearing this, Ali? No, I'm hearing yeah, that. I'm is hearing so it. much effort. That, no, it's not that much effort. Nah, you can. You, you have it mad, but buy you loads know. of packs. Mate, right? you would have to go back to the guy who scored the goal and like get his honest description, bro. He'll be telling you, "Yeah, I'd not make like five no, players." No. <laughs> No, no, but you, yeah, you, okay, there will be you, some. You've got uh, this type of footage, though. You've got this type of footage. Uh, yes, they're shit footage. But no, no, you can, yeah, you like can this. Make it out. This goal is out there. This solo goal is good against West Brom, which sealed the title for them. But yeah, I mean, he also won the FA Cup in 1966 and the 1970 Chariot Shield, so representing the Liverpool uh, area well. Another guy is again, none of us would have heard of him. Brian Lebone. Brian Lebone. Yeah, it sounds like a made-up name, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm Brian Lebone. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he was in the same era as uh, Colin Harvey from 58 to 71, 26 in caps. He was a centre-back. He was basically known for his tackling and aerial ability, which I found hilarious because that's what all centre-backs are known for, right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, he was a one-club man, 451 league appearances for Everton. Uh, he only got two yellow cards in his entire career. So that's interesting as a centre-back. So Damn. I don't know if you guys consider lack of bookings from centre backs as leaving a legacy. It depends for your what region. year they're from, because if he's from like the seventies, then you know you could nah, kill fif- a man's family on the pitch and still get yeah, like fi- barely n- a yellow. Nineteen fifty-eight to nineteen seventy-one. Unfortunately, his uh, back the good days, man. They were really. We've good. seen like video of Maradona playing, and like players are just like, you know what? I can't stop this guy, so I'm gonna destroy. Yeah, that's what happened against Bilbao in the Copa del Rey final, I yeah. think, with Maradona. Just butchered him. Yeah. And referees literally just be like, nah, it's a foul, but yeah. come on. Unfortunately, though, uh, his career was ended by an Achilles injury, which obviously gives you a bit of an idea of the time he was playing in, right? Because these days you can recover from that. Uh, but that was like back in the 70s. One thing I found funny about him was that he said um, one Evertonian is worth 20 Liverpudlians. So he was very much a, a shit talker, like a Jamie Vardy type. Uh, uh, from, from that one bit. Evertonian is worth 20 Liverpudlians. Yeah, I'm not really sure how he landed at that exact uh, calculation. Uh, but How do you feel, Ali? Oh, he's not a Liverpoolian, so he doesn't give a shit. I don't give a shit, mate. You're a Liverpool sport. Also, I am, but I don't really give a shit about shit talking. Evertonians, all Liverpoolians in this Venn diagram of the north. No, but he means like you know? uh, he means like in terms of the. Shall sh- 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 I tell you something interesting? Anf- Anfield Stadium is actually in the area of Everton. Is it? So yeah. Mm. The right. area of Everton. Yeah. So so it's actually the the actual area. Where's Everton? Actually... In Everton. Where? So who actually plays in Liverpool? Man City, I don't know. Go on, tell me. What, what are you on about? No, like actual... The city like, of Liverpool. There no, could be a club. There could be a club that bro, actually uh, uh, has rights like, to... No, no, uh, Everton is a suburb, yeah? Do you understand what a suburb is, Dowd? You know, Fenham, Benwell, Elzik. No, 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 no. Yeah, I know that you, bit. You I, know that. That. I know that bit. I know that bit. But that means that, means that yeah, suburb that's a, that's has two... That's a suburb, yeah? Yeah. I mean, technically, that suburb has then two massive football teams. Brother are a mile apart, of course. So which one plays in the actual suburb of Liverpool? Or isn't there? No, li- what, wait, what? Well, yeah, no, the two stadiums are separated well, so, you know, so you can close have, to each other. Like you've got yeah, they're within a mile of each other. You've got like you've seen the aerial shots so in London, like actual the centre of Liverpool. So, yeah, yeah. yeah Ev- but you've seen the aerial shots. The two stadiums Liverpool. are next to each other. Yeah, Everton yeah, okay, inside. But which one plays in the centre of the city? Is my point. None of them. None of them. None of them. That's what Dal was trying to say. Yeah. What about Everton's? It's in the city of Liverpool. Get Google Maps out. You guys are sidetracking. The next guy. Do you remember the team that technically has half their stadium in Wales? 
No, I don't know this team. What? Wrexham you're Cheshire. About. You're no. really uh, digressing. I, I, I don't know what you're on about now. I'm uh, really confused. I'm gonna, um, Everton's the area in the l- I'm going to link it to you because... Oh, uh, like motor control on the halfway they, line? Yeah, halfway, they couldn't even uh, do the matches because it was... Uh, it was uh, what you call yeah. it? Mandatory masks and everything. Yeah. And then in the Premier League, it was completely fine. No way. <laughs> yeah. The next yeah. guy, literally on the maps, you see it going... The, the border, line border goes through half the pitch. That's it's actually funny. hilarious. Yeah, I mean, the next guy we talk about is a guy we all know but the only context we know him in is wearing a suit on Sky Sports and shouting excitedly at Jeff Stelling when there's been a goal somewhere, Jeff. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's Phil Thompson <laughs> from Kirkby. No way. What do you mean for fuck's sake? Why, why are you upset uh, about... No, no, no. I don't oh, know. Just, just really, I don't, I'm not a big fan of his punditry. Well, Phil Thompson? Yeah, not well, a big fan This of is him. what you'll be a big fan of. This guy, right? <laughs> he's done it all, man. 13-year Liverpool career from 71 to 84. He won seven league titles, one FA Cup, Three League Cups, six Charity Shields, three European Cups, that's the Champions League, two UEFA Cups and a Super Cup, alongside 42 England Caps. I mean... Bloody hell. Like, Phil Thompson, like, can he actually walk through his front door without his uh, trophies collapsing on his face, man, when he gets in? <laughs> Honestly, like, this, like, I did not know how uh, sort of well-decorated he was. And uh, the next guy is a guy that we should know very well as, as Newcastle fans and people who live in the city. Terry Mack, Terry McDermott. Oh. I was surprised that he was from Liverpool, to be honest. I didn't even know that. Yeah, 25 England Claps. England Claps? <laughs> 25 England Caps, three goals. 102 goals at club level. He was very much a goal scorer. <laughs> I think the England Claps have lost to them. <laughs> Wait, did you say collapse or claps? Claps. Oh, like, as in, like. Yeah. Oh, we said collapse. I was like, what? No, no. <laughs> so he was also part of the famous Liverpool sides in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> That's even more funny. <laughs> that he was part of the. <laughs> Where was it? At Wembley. That's an absolute collapse here. He actually played for Newcastle first, though, before Liverpool. Uh, so, someone from... Is it, uh, do you know how we said, like, Shearer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you, yeah. Sorry. How many clubs did he get in Newcastle? <laughs> <laughs> Too many. You got a can if you like. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, he, he had a bit of a Shearer route to Liverpool because he wasn't there initially. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what, though? At Newcastle, he actually won two trophies. But the only reason that they aren't uh, sort of classed as trophies is because they weren't major. Does anyone know or heard of, heard of the Texaco yeah, Cup? Yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't said it yet. The Texaco <laughs> Cup. Yeah, I've heard of it. Shall I tell you why I know about it? The Texaco Wait, Cup. Yeah. Isn't it Texaco? Isn't that the uh, brand sponsor in cars? No, it's, it's, it's a huge, petrol. It's, it's a huge petrol cup. Per- I know, man, it is. Yeah. Oh, well, right. it's not cars. It's petrol, bro. It's uh, petrol. He's yeah. making a joke. It's not yeah. a joke, but it's actually in Do the you know movie. What, cars. Cars this movie, cup, though. Yeah, Texaco. This, no, I wrote, this it, will tell you how tin pot it is, right? It only lasted for five years yeah, from Ipswich, 1970. I think Ipswich won it. Yeah, it lasted from nine years. It lasted five years from 70 to 75. And it was only contested between English, Scottish, Irish and Northern Irish teams. Like, what a that weird tournament cool. to set up. That sounds pretty cool. I, I, actually I sounds actually, more legitimate. Of those five years, Ipswich won one, Derby Bolia. won one, Newcastle won twice. So Newcastle actually got the, the most honours in this uh, cup. Ballers. This is the most legitimate competition I've ever heard of in my life. The, I mentioned Ipswich, man. Even I knew that, man. And the other trophy he won with Newcastle was the Anglo-Italian Cup, which is as literal I've as it sounds, that. really. It's I've between English that. and Italian teams. It was sort of like an on-and-off tournament for about 26 years from 1970 to 1996. So actually, it wasn't disbanded that long ago, really, 96. Mm, wow. uh, Newcastle won the final against Fiorentina when uh, Terry McDermott was there. Obviously, then, really cool. wow. when he went back to Liverpool, one thing he did, the last thing he did with Newcastle was lose the FA Cup final to Liverpool 3-0. <laughs> so what a prick. Loses with Newcastle, then joins Liverpool straight away. Yes, lad. Although, to be fair, he came back to the tune with Keegan and, uh, you know, everyone likes him. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, with Liverpool, he was signed by Bob Bob Paisley. Ali will know a lot about him. Uh, from 1974 to Another 82. Another Geordie, by the way. Yeah. They, what? Bob Paisley's a Yep. Damn. How did that not come across in your research? I feel like that's Bob pretty Paisley, Because he's a coach. He's not a player, is he? No, but he's from the region. He's from like, he's from Durham, more or less. I think ah, he's from Durham, and obviously, yeah. But honestly, like, how successful were Liverpool back then, man? Five titles, five league titles, and uh, two league cups, four nah, charity shields. You know why? Um, he's from Hatton. because he's from Hatton, which is classified as Durham. Finland. Is it? By, by the way, yeah, yeah. Uh, Terry McDermott. It literally says Hatton the whole. Terry Mack was part of the three European well, the cups that uh, Liverpool won, yeah, and he was top scorer in the Champions League campaign. Alongside the heralded Graham Souness and Karl Heinz Rummenigge for Bayern, but wow. the own, the total goals he scored was six. So six, uh, three of them got six goals and sharing the the golden boot for the Champions League that year. And he was so six successful goals. that even after he left Liverpool, he went to Apoel Nicosia in Cyprus and won a league and cup double there in, uh, in 1986 as well. So what Damn. a guy, Terry Mack. Damn, he's Damn. had a bit of a journeyman career. Didn't he? Oh. Yeah, well, Newcastle back to Liverpool, back New- to Newcastle, and, domestic, yeah. and then to Cyprus of all places. Nearing towards the end, uh, we've got Peter Reid. I had no idea he was from Liverpool. Oh, yeah. Okay. This guy yeah, played for ages. Imposing. He played from 1974 to 94, so a 20 year playing career. Jeez. Won the second division title with Bolton in 78, two titles with Everton in 84 and 87, FA Cup in 84 with Everton as well, three times winner of the Charity Shield, European Cup Winners' Cup, which is. Uh, do you remember how like you can win the FA Cup in your country and they yeah. can win the cup? It's just the domestic cup winners. Playing off against each other, which I actually think is a great idea. I that wish that's a class idea. I the wish thing the is, I just think it's been Man City against Real Madrid or something yeah. again. Cup, <laughs> cup winners' cup would be a yeah. pretty cool tournament to bring back. But yeah, it's probably just another version of the Champions League, really, isn't it? Like who you'll see. Uh, oh, apparently, yeah. the Texaco Cup as- sounds so cool, though. Yeah. A side note, by the way, this is about Liverpool dominating as a region in terms of their football achievements rather than their players. From 1976 to 1990, there was 15 seasons. 12 of the league titles of those 15 went to Liverpool or Everton. Wow. 11 of them Manchester uh, or London no I think like, it might how be how insane is that can no, you imagine European, that no. although to be fair this is more of a Liverpool point because they won 10 of them and Everton got the other two So, but but still as yeah. a city that's a, that's a yeah. lot yeah and then the final player is Mr Wayne Rooney I'm sure you guys aren't surprised I'm mentioning him <laughs> yeah I was wondering Rooney burst onto the scene as a 16 year old and scored an absolute beauty of a, you know, a goal against Arsenal and this guy I feel like we can speak with the most confidence about his ability because we've watched him the most you know pretty much start to finish his career 313 goals in 763 career club appearances, 120 caps, 53 goals, which is the most all-time for England. But obviously, Harry Kane will also overtake him. He's got 48 at the moment. He, he's not finishing his England career without Very overtaking soon, yeah. unless something you know crazy happens, like an injury or like, a, I don't know. Would you say he's the Tottenham? greatest Scouse player then? Greater than Gerrard? Possibly. I mean, he's the no, only... I would say Gerrard is... He's the only player... I, th- I, th- I think... I would say Rooney. Just to let me finish off okay. his accolades and then we can go through it. Because he's the only player other than Shearer to score 200, over 200 goals as a prem- in the Premier League. Uh, five league titles, one Champions League, one FA Cup, three League Cups, four Charity Shields, one Europa League and one Club World Cup. Also got uh, PFA Player of the Year in 2010. The Golden Boy Award in 2004. Obviously, mm-hmm. Burson had seen the way he did. Never won the Golden Boot, despite having two seasons getting 27 and then the other one, 20, uh, 26 goals. So, interesting that these Liverpool players don't who really find him? themselves. Who, who beat him? No, no season? Rob, uh, Drogba in 2010, I think. Van Persie was one? And uh, I can't remember what the what the season was for Maybe the 27 on, goals. Uh, so. Henri would have been. Wait, what year was it? Uh, 20, uh, I can't remember. I didn't write no. those down. But, yeah, uh, Wayne Rooney, is he the greatest player from Liverpool area? Well, we mentioned it was it. It was Gerard. I would say I would say so. it, it's hard to say. The way I'm seeing is who you taking. Are you taking Istanbul Gerard or are you taking Skinhead Rooney? 
I think mm. that's, a, that's a funny way of putting it. I mean, you po- mean? post Istanbul treatment, Rooney was all right as well. Actually, his hair transplant is one of the weaker ones, I reckon. Uh, yeah, Andros yeah. Tanzend, uh, he sets the gold standard. Demba oh, Ball, Demba Ball's got it, man. Yeah, Dem- Demba Ball's hair came yeah, back. Demba Ball no was way. a transplant. Yeah, I thought he just was shaven. Oh. I'm pretty sure I was transplant. I don't know, but he looks he looks like ten years younger, like with his with his new hair. Damn. Like it's weird looking at him with his hair transplant. But yeah, di- we digressed a bit there. But back to the you know. I think the like the what pips it for me for Rooney is that he played in better teams. And I know it sounds unfair, but his trophies cabinet is just a little bit more impressive than Gerald's. Mm. Oh, 100 uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it shits it? on Gerald's. Yeah, because, yeah, because, because of the league titles. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. absolutely shits on him. I mean. It's, all, it's the only time Dad's getting confident here. But let's it be does. honest. Does. Man United, like. Man United gave Rooney, uh, no, no, no. Cristiano Ronaldo and Tevez. Liverpool gave Gerard just Torres. Like that was Milan it. Baros. Yeah, like they, they, were never equal, they were never equal level talent teams. I wish Gerard did leave Liverpool and go to a better team or they back Also, I feel like he is a bit unfairly like treated by history. I think mm. I, f- I think England fans would respect Gerard a lot more than they do with Rooney though. That's, that's I think, how I I think Prime uh, to but be fair, I'm not gonna it's lie. It's, right. it's hard to go against Pro- Rooney though. Prime R- Prime Rooney was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, he was too he yeah. was what three years in a row FIFA's highest rated player. He, he had is, unbelievable vision. He was so complete as a footballer. Why, why would you even back that? Like as the a thing point? is if the guy I think that's a very important point how good he was, how good he was rated and how effective he was the most technical English striker. Also, I like how he sort of uh, reinvented his game a bit when he when he declined and he wasn't like uh, you know he didn't have that burst of speed anymore. He just dropped deeper and started playing some class passes from the pretty much playing like a DM uh, uh, midfielder. Yeah, I I always like a player who can reinvent their play style a bit. One of the more technical English players of that generation. Oh, massively so. Yeah, they're a bit better now, but back then you didn't really have English players like that. Yeah, yeah so true. Not in that golden generation, apparently. But, I mean, yeah. Frank Lampard was quite technical. I mean, fielders, yeah, but I attacking think, uh, Liverpool, the Liverpool Paul region is really technical. Can be so proud of the amount of footballers they've produced. Like, and it's it's still coming through today. We didn't really talk about uh, Trent Alexander Arnold in much detail. Is there any other sort of uh, superstar academy player from Trent Alexander Arnold? You've got you've got Curtis Jones coming through. Ah, yeah, I like Curtis Jones. He's, he's a good. He's a good. Player. He's mid level. Mid level. He's mid level, but you know, if anything, he's, get, he's, he's really. Nah. He's from nah, London, bro. He, they bought him from Fulham. They bought him from Fulham um, yeah. in 2017, I believe it was. Uh, as as Gordon, which just came through Everton. Uh, he looks good, you know. Leighton Baines was another one. By the way, came Go- through Liverpool. Gordon looks like the most scouse lad imaginable. Anthony, like <laughs> yeah. he really. Also, yeah, you didn't mention Leighton Baines. Who's that guy who plays regularly oh, now is for it, Everton? Oh yeah, Leighton Baines. Damn. Uh, I, I mentioned Cole Gordon was. Um, who, no, not who's Gordon, your one? The no, midfielder. Yeah, midfielder. Midfielder, blonde hair. Blonde hair, uh, yeah. tied back. Yeah, I can't remember oh, his name. Right yeah, there you go. What's his first name? Tom Davies. Tom, Tom Davies, yeah. He's, he's not good. He's not great, but it's another nah, player. I, re- I really like... Uh, he, he'll be at Stoke in a couple of years. He probably will be, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, <to> be <laughs> All right. No, but if if wow. you're going to mention it, uh, yeah. bet- between the two, it's hard, hard to go It's hard to go against Rooney. I just... I, I don't feel like Rooney's been rated as much as he should I'll be. I'll be honest. Yeah. I would give it to like one of the Liverpool guys from the 80s and 70s. All right, let's like, give it to Ian Callaghan. I met the guy. He's got 800 appearances for Liverpool. Let's give it to him. It's all good. Nah, I, I want to give it to Phil <laughs> Thompson. All right, all right. Enough, enough for Liverpool now. I'm just getting nauseated. Right. So let's let's cover the next region. Ali. All right, Dow, do you want to talk about Manchester then? Oh, yes, my antidote. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Like, okay, let's, let's start from Manchester. Um, I am including, obviously... Gr- you know, to be honest with you, I I think uh, in terms of like maybe because I grew up in Newcastle, the Newcastle uh, generation of players that came out uh, resonate more with me. You know, 
I mean, I do understand obviously what came out of Manchester, but so like you're saying you rate the new the ones I said more than the Liverpool ones. I, and the Manchester I've, ones. I, I think it's. I think it's okay. Let me let, let me mention because because I went to uh, the same middle school as okay. Shearer. I mean, it was always pretty cool. Yeah. And and high school. I was in the same high school. I went to the same middle school as Michael Chopper. <laughs> oh my! That's the other thing. Do you know what I mean all these? Yeah, like. You know what I mean, but yeah. All right, let's 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 start off with the Chuckle Brothers of Manchester. Obviously, bo- born and buried Great Manchester. You know, Gary Neville, you know the Raphael so- brothers. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, the no, Chuckle no, Brothers. No, right? no, no, like, no, yeah, no, you know the level. true, no, the true Chuckle Brothers. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Manchester, Manchester United legends, Gary Neville. Coach of Valencia at one I point. Feel like Phil Neville, assistant coach. Can I just ask, are these the strongest ones you're coming with? I've got a few more. Let me because it's Gary Neville and Phil Neville. You started. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just looking good for Manchester over Liverpool. I'm telling you. No, right no, now. I'm just bringing it up right now. Um, yeah. You know, even though I'm like memeing Gary Neville right now because of his, you know, legendary career Valencia. You know, getting slapped up yeah. by Barcelona, but his footballing career was amazing. I just want to obviously read his appearances overall. He's made a total of 602 appearances for Manchester United, got seven goals. He's, I don't need to count how many Premier League titles he's won, what, probably 12, yeah. 13 maybe, won four FA Cups, two League Cups, three Community Shields, two UEFA Champions Leagues, and a FIFA Club World Cup. Yeah, Gary Neville's one of those players where you look at their trophy cabinet and you think, you know, if you show it to someone who never watched him, you think, wow, like this guy must have been an, an unbelievable talent. But he was just an all right player, wasn't he? At the end of the day, like he was never, he was dependable, but never great. Like he was a good right back. That's what, it's what Roy Keane says all the time. He, yeah. he, he, he was a good right back, he wasn't great, he just did his job. But he's yeah. a good example of, yeah. like, uh, you know, homegrown, stays in the team for ages. What more can you ask for? Wins trophies. Like He's basically a more successful Paul Dummett. <laughs> Yeah, what, what yeah. What about Danny Simpson? Danny Simpson. Why even mention? Why? Would, what? Oh wait, he's not even from Newcastle. But uh, sorry, he's not even at Newcastle. No, no, no. I, I for some reason oh, my carry head. on, Nadi. All right. Can, oh. I, can I just also mention okay. uh, their long lost brother, uh, Kieran McKenna? Look alike. I swear, man, Kieran McKenna, as he's grown older, literally looks like one of them. He does brothers. look like Phil Neville, doesn't he? He looks like him who's, so who's much. Kieran, Kieran McKenna is one McKenna of the assistants at um, Manchester he's, United. He's won an Ipswich, Ipswich, I believe. Yeah, he took the Ipswich job. Yeah. All right. How's he bagel the Ipswich job though? Uh, Freaking hell. I don't know. Some kind of resume. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, he looks like um, the Neville brothers so much uh, recently. Nah, you're probably looking at his younger days. Not really. Look at look yeah, at look it. at him now. Like honestly, like you genuinely think that Phil yeah, Neville was sitting, sitting at the for sure. Yeah. Now, obviously, the other one was Phil Neville. Made 500 appearances for both Manchester United and Everton. Obviously, you know you, you have to go to Everton because he was he didn't get. Game obviously, time. The f- game time at Manchester United. And Charles Ferguson didn't rate him. No, it, w- it wasn't that. He was just more of a squad he player. Was the, the he was the master of the step over. Got any comment on that, Dad? Master of the step over? No, you sure? No, everyone's seen that clip, though. You know, obviously, he couldn't get into the first team as much as he wanted, so he went to Everton. And you know, he did all right at Everton. He did all right. Tony Hibbert was better than him. No, but but Jeez. but he, no that's under what, under David what. Moyes, he you know he did really well. Um, obviously, he helped Everton get to fourth place yeah. unle- until Liverpool took that off them. Was the Champions League trophy, and I think they got through fourth place again, where he got knocked out by Valencia in the Champions League qualifying rounds. Is that correct? I think I, so. Yeah, I, it was something like that. Yeah, um, Everton's crowning moment under yeah. David Moyes. Yeah, the only achievement they had, but you know he actually did all right. The other player I want to mention is. 
Don't, don't get a hard on, please. Keep, keep it in your pants, right? Uh, Paul scores. Uh, I'm shuffling uh, into the. <laughs> Paul scores. Paul scores. I'm not gonna lie. So far, Manchester. So, 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 so for Manchester, born, born red. Manchester comfortably third right now. You know, um, I mean, Paul scores was fucking what? immense. Like, yeah, but he. We've already mentioned Gerard, who was better. So. <laughs> we had the whole podcast segment about that. But, uh, no, we had a whole hot take on that. Karen. Right. Did that you mention Michael Carrick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, you so mentioned Michael Carrick. Oh, <laughs> right. That's another one. Obviously, what part of the class of '92 alongside Nicky Butt? Oh, Nicky, Nicky Butt. Butt from Manchester. Has yeah. anyone ever seen the best ever clip of Nicky Butt? By the way, I love it so much. Cool. <laughs> it's uh, when we were in the championship in 2009-10, and obviously he had a little bit of a renaissance in the team because he was shit when we got relegated. There's there's a moment where he gets substituted on, and the first action he does, the ball comes over the top. It's in the middle of the pitch. He could do anything he wants with it. Then he just does an overhead kick. Puts it out for a throw. <laughs> <laughs> for a throw from overhead kick. Like, I'm going to nick you this no, clip later. I need to find this it's right so now. Funny. Oh, man. What the just heck? Just put Nicky Butt overhead kick and you're laughing. Honestly. But Ni- Nicky Butt, obviously, like like Phil Neville, couldn't get into the Manchester United team as much as he wanted. Went to Newcastle. Did a job at Newcastle. And, you know, you, you, he was a good player. Another player which I want to mention, obviously, I don't know if this is going to shock you, but... He was a target for Newcastle United, James Talkowski. Talkowski, yeah, Talkowski, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Born in Manchester, obviously, you know, he made his name at Burnley. Being, I just want to say, yeah, going to James Talkowski and you're like your fourth shout is not looking good for the Manchester region, <laughs> man. Like, he's all right, but I'm expecting some legacy players here. Uh, I'll be bringing a legacy player in shortly, um, but no, James Talkowski, you know, doing well at Burnley could possibly end up in the tune eventually. Which Jaff and Kodama will be happy with. <laughs> I'm just watching this Nicky Buck clip. <laughs> <laughs> Show it at me, Ali. I know, like, this is not the you best can... for an audio podcast. Okay, let me quickly see this. But it's actually incredible. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to piss myself here. Thanks, Jaff, for referencing it because it's insane. Fucking hell. It's so random. Just no okay. reason. No reason, just over here, kicked it out for a throw. Uh, well. Actually, okay. amazing technique you, on the way. Do you know who Brian Kidd is? Yeah. 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 Uh, he was Man City assistant, right? Yeah. He is Man yeah. City assistant at Pep Guardiola. Uh, jumping up on the touchline. With what him. did he achieve? What was his um, He played for Manchester United, born in Manchester, and he actually won the European Cup of Manchester alongside Bobby Charlton. What year was that? Uh, 6 7 68. Really? Man United won the European Cup in 68. Yeah, I think it was six, seven, six, eight, six, yeah. Generation, damn. Yeah, oh, I thought 1999 was their first one. So he must be quite old now. Yeah, he's. I'm just. I'll tell you what his age is right now, Frank. He'll be in his sixties. Yeah, y- yeah, it would be. To be honest, for, for such a Man United legacy, I'm surprised he's co- uh, coaching at Man City. Does he really care at all about the money for him now? You know what I mean? You need I mean, to he might have up. some. Yeah, some players though have affiliations only with one club. Yeah, um, he played. He played between 1967, 1974, 203 appearances, 52 goals. Wait, 67 and 60, 74. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, seven years, and then he was gone. Yeah, you went to Arsenal and went to Man City afterwards. Oh, you mean just at Manchester United? Yeah. Oh, right, right. You see, then obviously, obviously he's coached around in Manchester for a while. Yeah. But obviously, that was his biggest achievement winning the European Cup. Fair enough. So it's another one there. Obviously, you could mention. You know, the modern day players with Phil Foden, you know, from Stockport, Manchester, doing absolutely bits for Man City. And, you know, he, he could be England's yeah, big he's, man. Yeah, he's a talent and a half. You know, absolutely. I never used to rate him. I'll, I'll put my hands up and be like, you know what? I used to say Phil Foden used to be overrated. And nah, then day just, one, day one, he just, you know what? Any English player, right? 
that comes through. Mm-hmm. And he can dribble a bit, do that close control, twist, turn stuff that you usually get from your Spanish and Portuguese players. I rate him straight away. Like, he's he's such a top-level talent. Yeah. Well, and he, he's like a different English talent. When, when was the first you time you watched Phil Foden? Do, do you... Like three, four years ago no, when I he was remember, being eased into the team. Yeah, I remember that period where I'd... everyone was like, Guardiola's not giving him enough minutes. Mm, no. Now. The, the first time I watched him was it was the Under-17 World Cups where you had Ryan Brewster, you had Phil Foden, James Freddie Sancho, Woodman. In that... Woodman, yep. You know, another shout out, um, Callum Hudson Adai. That team, oh, yeah. that's the first time I watched wasn't him. Trent in that team as well? Trent was in Adam that Armstrong, team, I'm pretty sure, was Don't, striking that Dominic team. Dominic well. was in that team, though. So was that uh, Adam Armstrong? Armstrong, no, was he? Yeah, Adam Armstrong was in that. Because I remember the, the photos of them celebrating the under 17 uh, win. He, he was in there, man. Him and Freddie Wooden. What the heck? That's crazy. That, that was actually mean, a good uh, like generation for England. Obviously, Sancho was in it as well, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Sancho was mentioned. A really, that's a really good generation of English talent, which are now like, they're mostly part of top level clubs, really. Yeah. Then obviously, you've got Marcus Rashford. Look what he's. You know, obviously Manchester United are on the downfall right now. He's not mentioned Rashford, bro. No, I'm sorry. Well, you know what? I what have to mention. No, no. I have he's to a great humanitarian, Rashford. but that, not that's, that's why he's getting mentioned for, for, that, you, for, for that reason alone. Oh, I would mention. Bro, I, but if you're going to put humanitarians, let me completely revise my research and look at humanitarians. There's, there's from loads of good people in yeah. Manchester. <laughs> no, no, but, but as what, a footballer, he's, he's, recent, he's he, mid level. He's very mid. No, but he's you know he came through the Manchester Academy, you know, did well in Europa I League and like burst on and slapped out. So you understand? Because you know, relevant, round, you know, people are going to remember Rashford for that hot start, but fading. Yeah, he's fading. You know, yeah. um, yeah. Let me just get my. You list know, he's up fading is. when uh, Dowd isn't even offering up a defence. Lee Dixon is another one, just to let you know. Lee Dixon. Lee Dixon oh, was born in Manchester. Like a, a <laughs> born in Manchester, obviously, um, had his high-level career at Arsenal, but yeah, he was born there. Fair and enough. then, obviously, I'm going to end it up. So, who do you say is the best one? No, no, let me let me finish right, right now. Right. This this is a man, Zidane Iqbal, remember the name. Who? Zidane Iqbal. Oh. <laughs> He's memeing right now, man. I swear. Rashford's I mean, he was now memeing now. with Rashford. <laughs> See, I, I don't know whether I Manchester... I as a meme with Phil Neville. But... Shall I tell you what? Um, out of the three Manchester, do you have... Uh, Where was David Beckham from? He's from London. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And obviously, the goat Robbie Savage was well, from I mean, Wrexham, we Wales. Didn't, we didn't mention <laughs> London, which... And then Giggs, Giggs was... Look, Welsh. Welsh. Yeah, Giggs was Welsh, London so, would have been a, you know. a more... We'd be here all day, though, for talking about than Manchester. I feel like Manchester... Yeah, but that would be... Like Jeff said, they don't have any players that really left a legacy on the game. Do you know what I mean? They haven't. They haven't, but if you mention London, you've got your like whole you've got lot of players. United as a club. Yeah, so. like, if we were ranking the three that we've been discussing, I would go Liverpool, Newcastle, Manchester. I would go Newcastle first, to be honest, still. Damn. I mean, more ball it, 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 <laughs> I'll tell you what. The new, I'll tell you what. The Liverpool players won more, but the Newcastle players were better players. Yeah, I could see that's, that. That's what I feel like. Okay, I, I, I can go with that. Like, yeah. I, I already knew yeah, how I good the Newcastle players yeah, were. Yeah, you know, yeah. you talk about the greatest English player ever. People say it's Paul Gascoigne. They don't really say it about many Liverpool players. Yeah. You know, yeah, we, is he, we, somebody is he? Met, we said Bobby Charlton before though, right? Yeah. Well, Kadama mentioned Bobby Charlton. Shearer as and well. then Alan Shearer's got the most goals in Premier League history. And he remember he did that at Blackburn, Southampton, and Newcastle. You know you know I mean, he didn't do it at any big club like Manchester United gonna, or Arsenal. I'll test this out now. I'll Google uh, greatest English player of all time and I'll see what sort of articles come up because I, I don't think there's a consensus shout, right? Like for, for that. No, but if you, if you go back in the day, a, to be fair, a though, lot right? of people would say Gascoigne. We haven't mentioned uh, London, but they've got like, if you cut like the areas around it as well, you got like Jimmy Greaves and stuff like that. Who yeah, really it's 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 hard to mention London because it's so big, and you yeah. look at the amount of teams they've got there, the amount of players they've produced. 
you know, this era of players, you can just see how many players London have produced with Sancho, Hudson, Adoy. You can go on. Mm. So it's not that much of a debate. Well, if we go based on the, the algorithm that Google sets the players in, it is Bobby Charlton first. Well, there we it. go. It goes Bobby Charlton, Rooney, then Shearer. To ah. be fair, right, you've got one World Cup. That is going to skew it heavily. Whoever won was part of that World Cup. Well, Ian Callaghan, Liverpool legend. Uh, had a World Cup appearance there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, that was a lot of fun, lads. Uh, any other pointers anyone Doubt wants to make? Any other points? Manchester yeah. in the well, Okay, what, who are you putting first? Are you putting Newcastle first as well then? Yeah, Newcastle first, but obviously Liverpool won more. thing is, we could do more areas because I feel like we haven't mentioned some other players. Like Birmingham. Lineker didn't get a mention. Keegan didn't get a mention because like, they weren't part of those areas. But there's some other great players. I mean, like I said, London's too big really to cover in one. The, you can't really give it to what you could break it up maybe East London West South give it gigsy till the end of the season Kadama you're going with Newcastle as well I, I like Jaff's point where he said that the northeastern players were probably better but Liverpool as a city is probably produced a lot in, more they're just they've won more they've had more success they've produced yeah. a lot more they've won more but I think the most memorable players do come from Newcastle I think one thing yeah. I took from your argument is that I didn't realise just how much the city of Liverpool shits on everyone else in the country. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is? I, like, I don't want to sound rude, but Liverpool is generally a footballing city. Like, so is Newcastle. Footballing mad. No, no but, but but you have two clubs in Liverpool which make it even more crazy. And I think the population of Liverpool is a lot bigger than Newcastle. Yeah, th- those helps. are factors that are... But I'm not really talking about... Which, like Manchester, I mean, Manchester is not really a city... Like you've got two clubs there, but like nah, they're not I, they're not like a so called football. I get what you're trying to say, but I don't think I don't think I'd agree. I think the entire country is football mad. I just think for no, some I'm just say, I'm just saying in not, certain not, areas. Not Leeds. Like, Leeds is more. I mean, generally, well, for, people whoever are Leeds is in the you know rugby, the top water in Liverpool, <laughs> just winners by by hands of it. Yeah, man. Oh, That's why Jay Spearing's the best. We're de- debating. Tap water. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just whatever's saying, in the tap water. Keeler Forest. Uh, Tap water. Volvic. Over Newcastle District. Newcastle Council's the greatest counter of all time. <laughs> Shout out Chion. No, Thumbrian water, man. The Thumbrian water. <laughs> I'm just saying, whoever's right. in the water is clearly doing something. All right, and we are also doing something. We are ending the podcast. Thanks yeah. a lot, lads. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See you Adios. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok by searching the handle 343Football. That's F U T B O L and on Instagram by searching 343footballpodcast. You can also listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Stitcher and all other major podcast networks.